feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. I know your name is Rita. Because your perfume is smelling sweet. Since when I saw you down on the floor. Well, last week we saw the civil trial, if you call it that, with Judge Arthur Angoron in New York slamming President Trump. Remember, he decided guilt even before it started. It was just really a penalty phase to decide how over the top he was going to be. And he ordered President Trump have to pay $355 million bucks and $100 million for interest. That was a corporate death penalty. Well, now... Alvin Bragg is working on the criminal death penalty, essentially, for President Trump, trying to get the first conviction, if you will. They're all competing for it because it's an election year. And, of course, as we're talking about, President Trump is so far ahead in the polls, uh, barring anything crazy. Uh, you can't imagine him not being the nominee And, of course, we're waiting to see what Nikki Haley does tomorrow because she says there's some major announcement tomorrow. We'll see what it is. But in the middle of all of this, there are some stunning numbers of what's been happening in New York City. And these are things that are under Alvin Bragg, the DA, the very progressive Soros-backed DA in Manhattan, his purview. First of all, uh, last week there was a musician And the subways, case in point, he's just playing along a cellist and suddenly some crazy person comes over him, knocks him on the head with a glass bottle. Uh, Now he doesn't want to perform anymore in the subways. And a number of people are asking for police officers. Can you imagine a musician who's down there performing for people, doing it for next to nothing or often for free uh, under difficult situations, just trying to entertain and bring a little life or trying to make a living or whatever the case is? And regardless, somebody comes over and clocks you on the head with a bottle. It's an unbelievable. It's all on videotape. Then over the weekend, there were two attacks over the weekend where people were severely injured on the subway in the Queen Station. Okay, so, I mean, it's like every day there's some horrible, horrible headline. And it just came out the other day that Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg has downgraded, get this, a staggering 60 percent of the felony cases to lesser charges last year. And, of course, we all saw what happened with the case with those migrants who were attacking the NYPD officers, beating them. Finally, one gets behind bars, and a church in New York City bails them out for $15,000. Says, you know what, until somebody's convicted, uh, they are innocent. And in that case, you see them on the videotape beating the officers. I can't believe this church bailed them out. I know church, many people in these churches have good intentions. That is not a good intention to let him out to the community. When you see somebody who has a repeat offense over and over and over again, and they're brazen enough, they're an illegal migrant, and they're beating a cop, kicking him in the head and punching another one, and you let him out because you just want to be nice. I'm sorry. Be nice to the community. So in the middle of all this, we're also finding out, as suspected, in New York City, a record number 5,363 NYPD cops. I want to read the number again. 5,363 NYPD cops 
injured on the job just last year with over 1,200 hurt in struggles with suspects in just the last three months. And in the state of Louisiana, the governor there is like pleading, begging. He says they are at an emergency because he says nobody wants to be a cop in Louisiana. They got tons of crime, just like they do in New York and L.A. and everywhere else. Why would you want to be in a cop in a community where they're not supporting you and where suddenly they're letting you back out on the streets? I mean, we got to pray for our NYPD cops every single day. Imagine being a cop in New York right now and you're getting punched. You see the videotape of you getting kicked, people kicked in the head, your comrades there, your colleagues. And then you see this revolving door of justice and you finally, oh God, one's finally behind bars. And then a church bails them out for $15,000. I'm sure people who are donating to that church are really happy that the $15,000, any dollar that they gave was going to bail out a migrant. That to me is just absolutely appalling. And so what is Alvin Bragg doing? Is he cracking down on crime? Is he trying to say maybe we shouldn't have these recidivists, that we shouldn't have this revolving door? No, 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 no. Alvin Bragg is now getting ready to have the first criminal trial of a former president in American history. The first criminal trial for President Trump will be next month. It's set for March 25th, and it's the hush money one tied to Stormy Daniels. It's tied to business, a business clerical error, if you will. I mean, this is insane. It's the first time that they've actually tried to federalize a case like this also as well, because they're saying that it should have been listed as a campaign contribution. There are all these things that they're saying that have never been done before. And it sure sounds a lot like what happened on the civil case, which is what happened, of course, as we know, last week when that order came down by Judge Arthur Angoron, who suddenly whopped President Trump the first time again in New York State, where they went after a real estate uh, super icon, if you will. And they go after somebody like that for what is essentially overvaluation or undervaluation of property. Again, saying that Mar-a-Lago is worth just $18 million, that is preposterous. There's an empty lot right near Mar-a-Lago that is going right now as we speak for $100 million. And Mar-a-Lago, which is this beautiful property, is going for, they said, oh, that's only worth $18 million. That is ridiculous. I mean, this is so preposterous. And everybody, we were talking earlier today on Cats and Cosby and Judge Richard Weinberg, who we love always having every time on the show. Well, he was saying this is just crazy. It is so over the top. It is an excessive fine. It is a ridiculous fine. It is without sort of the parameters that there's a lot of things that President Trump would have for his appeals. He's probably going to have to first go through the state And then maybe eventually he can find some issue that would make it where he could bring it up to the U.S. Supreme Court. Because it's clear in New York State he is not getting a fair shake. And boy, brag, forget the beatings on the subway, forget, you know, the robberies that are happening, the slashings that we hear about every single day. Forget about all of that. Let's focus on President Trump and a clerical error, a clerical mistake. 
I mean, this is ridiculous. That just shows where their priorities are at a time right now where crime is such a huge issue for people in the state of New York and especially in New York City. A Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, is saying, you know what? I'm going to focus on Trump. I'm going to put all my energies on Trump instead. Boy, does that just show a lopsided value of priorities. Meantime, President Trump, of course, is reacting to the New York verdict. Here he is over the weekend at a rally in Michigan and listen to what he had to say. The weaponization of this horrible legal system that has developed around us. It's a horrible, horrible thing that's taking place. You talk about democracy. This is a real threat to democracy and restoring fair, equal and impartial justice in America. We have to have that because we don't have that now. The decision yesterday in New York, you may have read about it. Crooked judge, crooked judge. He's a crooked judge. By a radical left-wing judge was a lawless and unconstitutional atrocity that sets fire to our laws like no one has ever seen in this country before. That happens in Banana republics, it doesn't happen in this country. The case is a complete and total sham. It's a sham case. There were no victims, no defaults, no damages, no complaints, no nothing. There was nothing. There was nothing. And in fact, the bank said they made money. But that doesn't matter if you are Donald Trump and you're in New York. And so now a group of truckers are saying that they plan to boycott driving into the Big Apple saying that they are, quote, great patriots on the side of freedom after this $355 million fraud ruling. They contend if even 10% of them decide to boycott New York because they said nobody wants to do business in New York after this, that indeed it would have a devastating impact on prices. And by the way, if it did turn out to be 10% of them, Uh, At some point, boycotting, that would have a significant impact on all of us. Groceries, everything would go up because so much comes by trucks. Uh, But here is the spearheader of this. He calls himself Chicago Ray. Listen to what he had to say. I've been on the radio talking talking to drivers for about the last hour, hour 15 minutes. And uh, I'm talking to at least 10 drivers going the other way. I'm heading down from South Wisconsin. And... uh, They're going to start refusing loads in New York City. And here is trucker Jake with his input. Let's talk about the New York City trucker boycott. Of course, overnight, liberals all have become experts on the trucking industry. They all know logistics forward and backwards. Well, we're all going to lose our jobs. We're all going to be replaced by AI. Here's the thing. We have a deficit in this country of 85,000 truck drivers. You want to do AI? Bring it. We could use the help. But it's not going to happen in my lifetime. It's not going to happen in your lifetime. It's not going to happen in your grandkids' lifetime. And then you're going to say, oh, the, the, the illegals, they're going to take your jobs. Really? The illegals? They can't pass a background check, can't pass a drug screening, and then you got the language barrier? What insurance company is going to hire someone who cannot pass a background check? So anyway... Truckers, you're safe. Those of you truckers who have to work, totally get it. You do you. No one's going to eat your lunch if you're not going to, you know, be part of the boycott. But those of you who are part of the boycott, boycott, God bless you. This is Trucker Jake. God bless President Trump. God bless MAGA America. God bless you truckers out there, and y'all have a great day.
We need one of those horns, the toot toot, you know, one of those horns from the truckers, you know, when you're going down. But anyway, as you are listening to the truckers saying, yeah, uh, they are supporting President Trump. And they said many of the Democrats have no clue. And when they see this, they feel that this is just lawfare, that this is politicization at its worst. And listen to what Newt Gingrich said. He calls Navalny. This is Alexei Navalny. He is, of course, sadly, uh, the man who everybody seems to believe Putin killed recently in prison. Of course, the opposition leader to Putin. He said, quote, Navalny's death in prison is a brutal reminder that jailing your political opponents is inhumane and a violation of every principle of free society. Get this. He says, watch the Biden administration speak out against Putin and his jailing of leading political opponent while Democrats in four different jurisdictions try to turn President Trump into an American Navalny. The hypocrisy and corruption of the left is astonishing. And the New York Post saying that this decision is so blatantly excessive, so ridiculous, that they are actually turning in to Trump, making him a political martyr. Your thoughts, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And we'll take your calls when we come back. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. This is The Rita Cosby Show. Roll on highway, roll on along, roll on daddy till you get back home. Roll on family, roll on crew, roll on mama like I ask you to do. can never go wrong with a little Alabama, guys. And we are talking about the truckers supporting Trump with their 18-wheelers saying, we're not going to the Big Apple if you're not going to be fair to President Trump. It's interesting. It made me think, remember, of the protest in Canada. So, you know, they can have a big impact. We get so much by our truckers, and we want to thank our truckers out there. You often don't get appreciated enough. And I know a number of you listen to the show, and we always love hearing from you. And boy, do you guys work hard, men and women, there behind the wheels. I think we've got to put it up a little bit more. That scream, that Alabama scream there. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Eric in Manhattan. Eric, uh, your thoughts about the truckers and also the penalty against President Trump? I think it's great. I think they should do it for a week. Like that people really feel it because people are oblivious. They don't know what's going on. But the, uh, against the, the trial thing, this judge must be insane because uh, he's sending something up that he knows would be overturned by the appellate court. Unless it's Trump derangement syndrome and he's really, you know, uh, and if it somehow got to the Supreme Court, they would 
overturn it. Like, what are you, what are you doing, wasting our time with this stuff? It's, it's insane. It's insane. It's, uh, it's lawless. It's, it's weaponizing the justice system. Uh, so I, I think the truckers are right. Someone's got to make a stand. Yeah, you know? I, I agree. It is so blatantly over the top, and I think you know people forget. Uh, so many people who are just sitting back and going, wait a minute, I brought this up last week, Eric, in the O.J. Simpson civil case, where he was found civilly liable for the deaths of two people. And of course, um, remember, he got off on the criminal case, but on the civil case, uh, that case, deaths, two people again, Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman. That was a $33 million civil penalty. Here, Trump, where they're saying he inflated a property, they're giving him three hundred fifty-five million. I mean, how is that justice? This, this is it. It is ludicrous, ludicrous. Let's go to Stan, line three. Stan, your thoughts. Good evening. Good evening, Stan. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to give a damn about the truckers. Who cares what they do? Your boss will be mad because he has four thousand re- uh, supermarkets, and if they don't deliver product to him he'll raise his prices anyway you know wait hang on stan you know who's going to be mad about the truckers every single american because they transport so many goods across this country and obviously you just don't appreciate people hard-working people who work every single day they work so hard they deserve you know deserve respect but go ahead I mean, who cares? So they're going to fuck us that they don't like the decision. Who cares what they think? Yeah, you I don't mean, care because you have no problem with people taking on an individual citizen, someone who is the former president of the United States, someone who may be the future president. You think it's fine because you just can't stand President Trump. You can't see the forest for the trees. This, to me, is preposterous. It is so blatantly against the leading opponent of this president. It is shameful. It's embarrassing. Rita Cosby is on. road again Just can't wait to get on the road again The life I love is making music with my friends And I can't wait to get on the road again you can never go wrong with a little bit of Willie Nelson. We've been playing all the greatest hits tonight. You got Willie Nelson, you got Alabama. You're making me feel like I'm back at University of South Carolina, of course, where the primary is happening. Here we go. Come on. You gotta love the truckers, and the Trump-loving truckers are saying they will not drive into the Big Apple after the enormously over-the-top fraud ruling that happened last week by the New York judge. And, of course, Letitia James, the attorney general, who said Trump should get $375 million. Well, let's just make it three fifty-five. million. And then $100 million for interest because they're dating it back a number of years. So now it's like four fifty-five. 
I mean, this is unbelievable. Four fifty-five million, almost half a billion dollars for what they say was over evaluations. And if you talk to almost anybody in the real estate business, they're going, "This is ridiculous." Everybody uses subjective, different money when they're deciding valuations, getting bank loans, getting insurance. And they also always say, hey, listen, to the bank, okay, this is what we estimate the property to be. You should look at it. Use your own evaluators. And also, there's always a disclaimer saying, you know, this is not, you know, uh, set in stone, that this is just what we're estimating it. You should verify yourself. All of these things. Everybody who does business, whether it's in New York or everywhere else, they are stunned if you are in the real estate business because properties are worth different things. It's sort of the eye of the beholder. You know, you say, wait a minute, okay, well, that property is worth this because of the location. Often properties get devalued based on the neighborhood if it goes up or down. I mean, this it is really incredible. And there's never been a case like this in New York State where there's no victim at this point. The banks made money and the banks said they would do it all over again. But yet the state is saying, we're going to take it upon ourselves because it's President Trump. The world is watching us. And people from other parts of the world are going, what is going on with your justice system? Is this like uh, some, you know, third world nation masquerading as America? And that's why this is really important. Even people who don't like President Trump should go, wait a minute, this isn't fair. We just had Stan who called up who was like, orange man bad. That's always orange man bad. He can't even see the forest for the trees. It's like, oh, we serve some right. I mean, that's ridiculous. There is so much more at stake here than even President Trump. What's at stake is the integrity of our justice system. You're not supposed to be using the judicial system as lawfare to go up against your political opponent. And now, as we mentioned, Alvin Bragg is preparing a criminal version of what happened to President Trump last week because his case is supposed to be coming up first. It is the one, again, with the business documents tied to Stormy Daniels, which so many people think is like probably the weakest of all the cases against President Trump, but it just happens to be the first one that looks like it's coming up on the docket now, and that's going to be March 25th. And you can bet Alvin Bragg will try to do essentially the same thing that the judge last week did to Trump in the civil case. He'll try to find something and say, oh, gosh, we got to lock him up for a clerical error. He He jaywalked, you know, 20 years ago. We got to lock him up. That's what this whole mission is. I mean, this is really, this is just the definition of insanity. And so the truckers are saying, you know what, who wants to do business in New York? They said, we're going to stop deliveries. There's a number of truckers who are saying, we will not deliver to New York City if this is the way they deliver justice, which is why we were playing that great Willie Nelson song. Here is trucker Jake saying what he thinks about President Trump. Patriots, this is trucker Jake. I've been driving all day, but I wanted to make a video before I turn in. Um, we've had a big day today. A couple of uh, posts went viral and we 9,000 new MAGA brothers and sisters. 9,000 in one day. It's just amazing. So blessed. Let me introduce myself. I am Jake. I am a hazmat trucker. I am a Christian Trump supporter. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. I don't chase women. I don't gamble. And I don't argue with liberals. The first five are a waste of my money. The last one is a 
big waste of my time. I believe in prayer. I believe in hard work. And that's what this is all about. We are all patriots here. And we are servants of the Lord. Anyway, um, like I said, I'm a little tired. I'm going to wrap it up. This is Trucker Jake. God bless President Trump. God bless MAG America. God bless all of you. Have yourself a great night. That was Trucker Jake. And he's not alone. Kevin O'Leary, who was on Shark Tank, he also said, this is un-American and this is going to drive so many businesses out of New York. People are already fleeing New York at such a rapid pace because of what we talked about with all the crime headlines, with all the issues with congestion pricing and everything else. And now let's sock it to them and say, you know, uh, you, if you're on the opposite side of whoever is in power, well, maybe they're going to destroy your business too. Here's what Kevin O'Leary had to say about the state of New York. New York was already a loser state, like a loser state. There are many loser states because of policy, high, uncompetitive regulation. It was already on the top of the loser state. I would never invest in New York now. And I'm not the only person saying that. And here's a real time situation in development in real estate right now. The hottest asset class is very high end data centers. They cost anywhere from two and a half to three and a half billion each. They're very expensive. They require low power. You need permits. But most of the major institutions in the world need more data centers. And that's why developers like me are doing this. Now, you need power. So New York has Niagara Falls. Normally, you'd consider that to put in one of these facilities, create 400 jobs, five more jobs for each of one of those for auxiliary services. I can't go to New York. So I'm going to Oklahoma, North Dakota, West Virginia. Governor Stitt, Kevin Stitt, my staff have met with him. Governor Bergen, the same thing. Governor Justice. Those are winner states. They don't do things like this. I have to syndicate that debt and all that equity. We're talking billions of dollars here. Do you think any foreign institution or any private equity firm or any pension fund would touch New York? No. And that's why New Yorkers should be concerned. The fine people of New York should ask themselves, why are we such a loser state? How are we going to attract business? It's not just the existing businesses that are fleeing out to Texas and Florida. What about new money like this that I'm talking about, like a $4 billion data center? Not a chance I would put that in New York. Zero probability. Never. And so they've got a lot of work to do to find themselves getting out of this situation. This has all occurred post-pandemic. Winner states versus loser states. And there are the trucker horn guys. You got to love that. And the truckers are saying they're agreeing with Kevin O'Leary of Shark Tank there and saying, we're not driving to New York City. Why do business there if they're not going to treat President Trump right? And Kevin O'Leary also said that decision against President Trump that we're talking about, he called it, quote, un-American and a business killer in New York. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Robert, line four. Robert, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. It's really good to talk to you again. You too. You Um, too, my friend. I just wanted to make a point I don't hear a lot about, and it, it, I was reminded of it when I heard Nikki Haley talking about the chaos surrounding Trump, okay? 
And I'm getting sick of this because it's a real tell on these fake Republicans, okay, who refuse to support a president whose every policy advanced the Republican platform, okay? And what they're saying is they're blaming the victim. Trump didn't ask for the Democrats to get apoplectic and their lackeys in the media to attack him, invent hoaxes, lie about him every single day, persecute him every chance they get. And he, the only thing he really could do was respond in kind on Twitter, which I supported because he had the guts to stand up and fight these maniacs. All right. But if you're going to blame him for the chaos that's going on around him because of the insanity on the left, you don't belong with us. I'm sorry. Don't belong with us. Go over to CNN, go over to MSNBC, and make your money and sing your song. We're still going to win, okay? So you're saying, you're saying, you're saying, Robert, hang on. You're saying that Nikki Haley, she's really like crossed the line with some of her comments because she has been, I agree with you, she's made a lot of comments that just seem like irreversible. Well, it's, it's, she's just the latest, and it really is a classic case of blaming the victim. If, I mean, am I wrong about that? No, you're right. You're right. And you know, you know, it's interesting when it was convenient for her to say uh, that, oh, some of these other things were were not appropriate against Trump. At that moment, I remember the debate stage. Remember the debate stage where, you know, like, you know, she and Vivek, Vivek's always been consistent supporting Trump. Mm -hmm. But even DeSantis said he didn't think it was appropriate. You know, a lot of the stuff that was going after Trump when they saw that that was like obviously the right thing to do they they agreed then but now she now now it's like the chaos follows him and and you know and oh maybe i'd pardon him for the good but not because he doesn't deserve some of this stuff i mean it's it's become unseemly i agree if she's ever smart enough to let rita cosby interview her just do me a favor and just say do you think that trump has been persecuted period and if she says yes then everything she says about his chaos is wrong, and if she says no, she's not a Republican. She's the establishment. Bushes are gone. Cheney's are gone. Romney's on his way out. McCall, uh, McConnell's on his way out. Sweetheart, you're fresh out of friends, so you better reevaluate. And Rita, I love your show, and I appreciate the time, and you have a great week. Thank you. You too, my friend. And, and Robert, yeah, I've interviewed her a couple times. I have not done it of late, and I would definitely ask her that. Uh, let's go to Larry. In Brooklyn, Larry, your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I loved hearing that trucker Jake say, I don't chase women. Because, you know, that judge in Gorin, that creep, you know, you know what he chases? He chases himself. That guy, that clown is a metrosexual. And he, all he did was he wanted to do something crazy to attract. What is What does the sex have to do with this wacky decision, Larry? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Because because he the guy. And I don't know a, what his sex is. I have no he, idea. I just remember he had he, that weird he, smirk on his face that was not appealing right. to anybody. <laughs> not only that, but he hides. He he hid behind his female law secretary, and he's hiding behind the appellate division. That's the same corrupt appellate division that suspended Rudy. So this guy is a coward. He needs to be kicked off the bench. He was trying to do something bizarre and, 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 and wild. He's a wild leftist who drove a cab in between NYU and Columbia. He never got out of New York. He's a sicko. He's a radical sicko. And it's finally coming to roost. Let me tell you why. What, what, what's wrong with his decision? 
This is freedom of contract. If a bank plays along and says, if somebody comes up to you, and if you go up to somebody and say, can I take the money in your, in your pocket? And you say, yeah, sure, go ahead and take it. That's not robbery, okay? It's called meeting of the minds. Meeting of the minds is called a contract. He is trying to get in between two parties making contracts. You understand what I'm saying? This is basic law. Yeah, and and, and nobody that. claimed victimhood. The state took it upon itself. And and Larry, I hear what you're saying because you're right. It was a contract, and they agreed to it. And by the way, not only did they agree to it, they were happy with it. They said they were paid back in full. The bank said they made money, and the bank said they would do it again. So they made the contract, were happy with the contract, and it just shows how desperate uh, some of these politicians are to, quote, just go after Trump any way they can find it. It, it. It's so blatant what is happening here and how over the top it is. And again, uh, Kevin O'Leary, I think, was right when he called it, quote, un-American. Uh, it goes to the heart of what justice is supposed to be. And this is not blind. This is blatant and it's obvious. And just like you said, they are completely targeting President Trump on something that nobody else would do. But because it's an election year, they are doing whatever. They want to cripple him financially, and then they want to throw him in prison. I think that's the whole intent. I think Bragg would throw him in prison for a clerical error over Stormy Daniels, if he could. If he could. Larry, thank you very, very much. And everybody, now to our Support Our Heroes segment. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And everybody, this is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Support Our Heroes segment with a powerful story coming from Johnson County, Tennessee, where brimming with veterans from every branch of service, the Johnson County Senior Center's lobby was bustling recently with its second Veterans Cafe of 2024. The February Veteran of the Month was a guy named Charlie Green, who served four years in the Army and was wounded in combat in Vietnam. In recognizing this great Army veteran, Charlie Green, as Veteran of the Month for his service, and all of those gathered at the Johnson Center, the director of the Johnson County Senior Center said, quote, We will always recognize our veterans. You're always welcome at our center. We are grateful for everything you have done for our country, for freedom, and for us. And how beautiful that they are carrying on this great tradition, honoring different veterans every single month. And of course, to all of you great Vietnam veterans, we love and appreciate you here on the Rita Cosby Show. And welcome home. You have done so much for our great country and for freedom and deserve every bit of appreciation we can give you guys. And everybody, help America to never, ever forget, donate $11 a month to the great Tunnel to Towers Foundation. All you have to do is go online and help this incredible organization that helps America's military. T2T.org, T2T.org. It's the Rita Cosby Show.
roll into New York City. They are protesting the ruling issued by the Manhattan Supreme Court by Judge Arthur Angoron, the laughing judge, as he is known with that bizarre smirk, remember, that he had on during the court case at times. And he whopped Trump with a $355 million fine. It's like historical enormous amount. That is so ridiculous. And Alvin Bragg says, wait, 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 wait. I got something better. I got a criminal case coming up next month on a clerical error. And I can't wait to throw them behind bars for that. Don't put anything past these people. I'm telling you. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Jacqueline, line four. Jacqueline, your thoughts. Rita, you know, what people are forgetting is that this money, this $350 million, if they wind up collecting it, they're basically financially raping President Trump. And what a surprise. That money's going to go to the city of New York at a time when the current mayor of the city of New York is doling out hundreds of millions of dollars to all of these illegal aliens. What a quick way to make a buck. Oh, that's interesting. And in fact, by the way, there's a story out tonight that remember, Jacqueline, that $53 million amount uh, that he was giving in those debit cards, that it's sort of an unlimited, it could be up to $10,000, there's a report, per migrant. And you do the math, that could actually go well beyond $53 million. Uh, So you're right, they could use the cash. Uh, and that's not the way to do it, though, is giving Trump a financial death penalty. Real quick, Joaquin, line three. Real quick, Joaquin. Hey, Rita, this is just like a typical communist takeover now. Look at what they've done. And people like even Mr. Katz and Matitis better be careful because they want to get rid of AM radio and conservative talk radio. Well, we will not let them get rid of it. And we will not let them drive businesses out of New York. But we got to stand up for justice. That's clear.